This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 1-1 pitch. High fly ball. Continuing to carry. And that goes over the wall for a three-run home run. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA doTERRA proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team now let's get you ready for Cougar baseball here's your host Jason Shepard Good evening, BYU baseball fans. Welcome once again into Phoenix Municipal Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona for Game 2 between the BYU Cougars and the Arizona State Sun Devils alongside BYU Baseball Director of Operations, Tuckett Slade. My name is Jason Shepard. Thank you so much for tuning into BYU Baseball. It is always a pleasure to bring it to you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Both teams sit at 3-2 and two after the Cougars took Game 1 last night by a final score of four to two and it's always good to get the first game of a series and tuck byu looking to keep up the momentum of a three-game winning streak going into tonight yeah three-game winning streak against three you know pretty good teams and last night's game was crazy intense exciting great finish to get that victory but guess who's on the mound today i'll give that to you (laughs) yeah we'll get to that coming up in a second uh in fact how about we hear from the head coach mike littlewood who talks about the uh pitching matchup tonight our pregame conversation with the coach always brought to you by doTERRA pursue what's pure here's coach littlewood talking about the pitching matchup well it's going to be power and power power from the right side from jansen and power from the left side from arizona state um he's a he's a transfer from west virginia he he didn't have great success there he throws really hard if he's in the zone he's going to be tough to hit i mean he's got good stuff his tendency last year was to walk walk a little bit uh too many guys uh he was effectively wild at times but last week against dixie was pretty darn good so jansen was good as well so it's going to be uh it's going to be a power matchup tonight as we head into game six any surprise surprises from your team through the first five games i would say just pleasant surprises that guys are are playing up to expectation i don't think we have anybody that's underachieving and to have a a really good successful season you can't have three or four guys underachieve and you just and really you need a couple guys to overachieve and and uh, do do some special things and i think colin reuter is one of those guys for us that's um kind of stepping up not playing like a freshman although his batting average you know people don't look at batting average a whole lot anymore but um he's having good at bats right in the middle of our order He's a tough out, but he's doing so many things well behind the plate. He's handling our pitching staff really well. Justice Riser out of the pen, Jansen Kiesel as a starting pitcher. Um, and, you know, Mitch McIntyre came off a, um, a wrist injury and did not see live pitching until his first at-bat against Indiana State. And he's he's just been lights out at the top of our lineup. So some pleasant surprises. Our pen's been incredible. Hopefully we can continue that trend. Let's go back and talk about Colin. This is something we didn't even touch on in postgame. How about that catch sliding into the dugout in the first inning last night. It was unbelievable. I was just telling uh, our staff earlier that Austin Deming's play against Ohio State went kind of the game on the line, that backhand, short hop, figure four, throwing the guy out at first, and then Collins' play were two of the better plays I've ever seen in college baseball. Um, He had a long way to go. The angle, the ball was coming from over his head. He dives, and it's amazing. His body was down the stairs because I saw it. It was right at my feet, and he tried to keep the glove in fair territory, and he was bobbling a little bit, never hit the ground. It was just an incredible catch. Great effort. Last night was obviously not this, but it turned out well. But good things happen when the offense strikes early. How big of a key is that going to be tonight when you know ASU is going to want to even this series up? Well, I think last night, you know, if we, I think it was the second inning, maybe the first or second inning, we had bases loaded and we put the pressure on them yeah. every single inning. There weren't many innings where we went one, two, three, and we didn't we didn't have uh, chaos kind of on the bases to put pressure on them, which, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on the pitchers and every pitch is a high leverage pitch. And when a pitcher's cruising, you know, that's when he can run his pitch count, keep his pitch count low and run his innings up but i definitely think if we can get on the board uh especially after winning last night our offense the floodgates might open and you, and you might not see 15 guys left on base or 15 guys one for 15 with guys in scoring position um that's just kind of how the, how it goes i mean a, a lot of that stress is relieved when somebody gets a big hit and then it kind of just opens the floodgates thank you coach good luck thanks chef that's the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Mike Littlewood. Always appreciate his insight heading into each baseball game. Let's get to our starting lineup. It is brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires is the team you trust. Leading off for the BYU Cougars here tonight from Phoenix Municipal Stadium. 
Mitch McIntyre wearing number six and will play defensively in center field tonight. Batting second, number four, second baseman Andrew Pintar. Hitting third, number 22, the right fielder Cole Gamble. Batting cleanup, number 10 in left field, Hayden Latham. The designated hitter, number 27, Ryan Cipini will bat fifth. Hitting sixth, the freshman, number 18, Colin Reuter will catch. Number Batting seventh in the order, number 35, the first baseman, Jacob Wilk. Hitting eighth, number 25, third baseman, Austin Deming. And batting ninth, wearing number two, shortstop, Brock Watkins. We uh, touched on it with Coach Littlewood. uh, And the pitcher that BYU will face is Adam Tulloch. And as Coach mentioned, this is uh, this is a hard-throwing guy, 95-96, and uh, this is going to be a fun matchup tonight with the BYU hitters, Tuck. Yeah, he can run it up there, but like Coach said, uh, last year, we don't have a ton of information. He only threw four innings against Dixie, but uh, last year he was, you know, high-velocity guy, good slider, pretty good changeup, but effectively wild. He will walk guys, but uh, hitters need to be on time and be ready for it. You know, and that's something, something else that Coach mentioned you know, if you can get some of those early runs, it kind of feels like the floodgates may open. You and I have had that discussion, too. It's kind of funny how that works. When you get those early runs, and it's it's almost like everybody can exhale, yep. and then everybody's just playing free and easy. Yeah, I mean, it's all about you get that big hit early. Everyone, like you said, exhale, uh, exhales. They are they just loosen up, and then it seems like bigger hits come throughout the game, and that's when you really score a bunch of runs. Defensively for Arizona State in the outfield, left to right, Campos, Lampy, and Murphy. Third base will be Long, shortstop Hawes, McLean at second, Davis at first base. Nate Baez will catch the Arizona State starter, Adam Tulloch. And we are about to get underway here. Mitch McIntyre stepping into the batter's box, awaiting the first pitch, and it's on its way. McIntyre showing bunt, fouls it off. Oh, no, did not. So, ball one. Yeah, he just pulled it back, and the catcher dropped it, so it looked like he yeah, might have fouled it It looked off. like yeah. he fouled it off. So ball one to Mitch McIntyre, just underway here in Phoenix. And the 1-0 in for strike one. Well, Mitch was showing bunt first pitch because a uh, new third baseman today. He's more of a hitter than he is a defender, and he struggled uh, fielding bunts against Dixie last week. 1-1 pitch, high, two balls and one strike. The third baseman you're referring to is Ethan Long, who did not start yesterday but did come in in the bottom of the ninth as a pinch hitter. 2-1 pitch, and McIntyre squaring up to bunt again takes strike two. So two balls and two strikes to the Cougar leadoff hitter. Well, you know, Tullock's uh, splits last year was, you know, left-handers hit 300 against him, so... He didn't get those lefties out like most left-handers do. 2-2 pitch, fouled off, and we'll do it again. BYU in the all-gray with the navy blue pinstripes. With Brigham Young on the front. Arizona State white pants, maroon, or excuse me, black tops. McIntyre, fouled down the left field line. Yeah, great swing there. Just fouled away down the left field line. If that stays here, it's an easy double. That's when Mitch is really good. You know, his average might not show it right now early in the season, but he is leading our team in hard contacts and doing a great job for us. The 2-2 pitch misses, and McIntyre has worked the count full. Three balls and two strikes. Well, that's what you want your leadoff to do is to see pitches, make him work. Now go witness that bat, Mitch. The payoff pitch to McIntyre. Ground ball to short. Haas with the glove. Over to first. And McIntyre retired for out number one, 6-3 on the putout. Yeah, got a fastball on the outside corner and just hit a two-hopper to short. Nice and easy play there by the shortstop. Mitch ran hard, but uh, easy out for the first one. Good at bat, though, for your leadoff hitter. That'll bring in the second baseman, Andrew Pintar. Penny yesterday with a double and a ground ball to third. Long over to first and quickly two away here in the top of the first inning. So with the bases empty and two outs, Cole Gamble will bat here in the top of the first inning. Well, Cole had a big infield single there in that ninth inning to extend it to a two-run lead there. 
in the win last night. Yeah, hit the RBI single in the ninth and actually began the game with a double. And the first pitch he sees from Tullock, he fouls it off for strike one. Another good crowd here at Phoenix Municipal Stadium. And lots of Cougar fans, as expected. 0-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Tullock jumps ahead. No balls and two strikes. First slider he's thrown of the game. 84 mile an hour. Close just out in front of it. Two outs. Base is empty. Tullock delivers the 0-2. Misses away. 1-2 and two now to Gamble. Yeah, the whole infield was walking towards the dugout. They thought that was a strike. Just missed on the other half. The 1-2 pitch. And it's a strikeout of Cole Gamble. And the Cougars go 1-2-3 in the top of the first. We are scoreless here in Phoenix on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. The Cougars go in order in the top of the first. Now Arizona State coming to the plate. Scoreless ball game here in Phoenix. Leading things off for the Sun Devils, Joe Lampy, the center fielder, batting second, Ethan Long. And batting third, the first baseman, Connor Davis. They will be facing the freshman, Jansen Kiesel. Had quite a debut last Saturday. The first pitch to Lampy is low for ball one. Six innings pitch, one hit, one walk, ten strikeouts for the freshman. Yeah, and this is a real test for him because Marshall is not even close to the type of team that this Sun Devil offense is. And so it's going to be a big test for him early in his career. One ball, no strike count to Joe Lampy, the Sun Devil leadoff hitter. The 1-0. High and outside, two balls and no strikes. Well, got to get ahead of these guys. ASU with two new starters in the lineup, Long and Campos, who did not start yesterday, and several players hitting in different spots in the order. We'll get to the rest of the lineup in a moment. 2-0 pitch, and it's called strike one. We mentioned Lampy, Long, and Davis. He'll be followed by Tobias batting fourth, McLean fifth. McLean actually led off in game one last night. Baez sixth, Campos seventh. Eighth will be Kai Murphy, and ninth the shortstop Hunter Hawes. The 2-1 pitch Good in pitch. for strike two. Even in the count, two balls and two strikes. Just a nice and easy 94 miles an hour. No <laughs> big deal. Two balls, two strikes. Kiesel delivers, and it's fouled out of play. The count stays 2-2. Two and two. Well, one thing that uh, we didn't get to see a ton against Marshall was him throwing out of the stretch, right? They, they didn't get their first hit until the fifth inning. Um, in the fourth, he got into a little bit of trouble with a, with a hit by pitching a walk, but uh, and so he's, he's, he's comfortable in the full windup. Tonight, it'll be interesting to see when, what he does in, when he gets in the stretch. The 2-2 to Lampy. Fouled off again. 2-2, two two, the count stays. Jansen, a quiet guy. Doesn't say a whole lot. No, he does. Let's his pitching do the talking, and I like it. The 2 2 pitch once again. Misses low, full count. Yeah, coming at him with the heaters. Two really good ones fouled away. Just missed down with that one. Got to go attacking here, Jansen. Full count. Three balls and two strikes. Bottom of the first. Scoreless between the Cougars and Sun Devils. The payoff pitch. Hit into the gap in left center. It will get down. And Lampy, a stand-up double. And that's how the bottom of the first begins for the Sun Devils. Yeah, falling behind 2-0. You got back 2-2. And then you got to 3-2. Lampy was just sitting dead red heater, and he got one and uh, did a good job lining it into left center. Cut off by Latham, but the easy leadoff double here. And it's exactly what Arizona State wants to do after a tough offensive night last night. That'll bring in the All-American, Ethan Long. And this guy is dangerous, Shep. We saw him again last night in the bottom of the ninth. Wasn't able to do anything there. Now batting for the first time tonight with a runner at second base and nobody out. The pitch to Long. And it's a hardy cut. That's a swing and a miss. 94 from Kiesel. Well, and the scary thing about Long is 
you know, he's 13 at-bats into the season, and he has one double. He has no triples or home runs, and he was a double-digit home run guy last year and a big RBI guy. So the law of averages show that it's going to come sooner than later. Well, hopefully later. And by later, I mean when this series is over. The 0-1 pitch lifts it into shallow center. McIntyre on the move, makes the catch, and a big bat is retired for out number one. Yeah, that's a huge out to not let the advancement to get to third base in less than two there. So nicely done by Jansen. The first baseman, Connor Davis, batting third in the order, will make his way to the batter's box. Now one away and a runner at second base. A leadoff double from Joe Lampy here in the bottom of the first. That is the only hit of the ball game so far. Well, now this guy right here is their guy this year, right? Already eight hits, two home runs, three RBIs. He is their guy, and uh, he's dangerous. Yeah, there are three players on this ASU roster that have two home runs. Have seven on the season. BYU with three. The first pitch to Davis. Away, ball one. Jansen's just so nice and easy, fluid arm action. We've been so excited for him to be a Coug for so many years. And he's finally here. I, I, I didn't think he would actually end up showing up. I thought he was going to get drafted out of high school. And we are thankful he is here and look forward to his future. Kiesel looking at second. And steps off and looks the runner back to second base. Lampy was trying to get Kiesel's attention. Moving around at second base, and Jansen just steps off and makes Lampy move back to the bag. Lampy trying to make the freshman uncomfortable. Kiesel with the 1-0 pitch. Outside part of the plate gets the call. Yeah, one with a change up there. One ball and one strike to Connor Davis, the Sun Devil first baseman. A little bit warmer here in the Valley today. Probably, I don't know, maybe five or six degrees warmer yeah. overall today. A little bit more wind today than there was last night. Upper 50s for the game time here. 1-1 pitch. Ground ball, and it finds the four hole and into right field. They're going to wave Lampy in, and he'll score easily as Cole Gamble bobbled the ball trying to pick it up. So... He would have scored anyway, speaking of Lampy, So it is an RBI single for Connor Davis. And ASU jumps on top in the bottom of the first, one nothing. Yeah, he just got a fastball to hit there and stayed inside of it. Just uh, hit a nice ground ball into the four hole where nobody was at. It wasn't hit very hard. So because of that, he's going to score easy from second. Nice one. job by there by Davis. Yep, one run in on two hits for ASU. Taking an early lead here. The first pitch is a strike to Jacob Tobias, the designated hitter. Well, now with one out and a runner at first, the double play gets you out of the inning and limit the damage to just the one run. Yeah, get that ground ball to Pintar right here. A little 4-6-3, get out of this. The 0-1 pitch. Lifted high into left field. Latham moving back near the warning track, makes the catch for out number two. And Davis making his way back to first base. A lot out there, but uh, Hayden gets back there easy to make that play. And now you got two outs. Minimize this inning just to one. It's a lot of baseball to go. The batter, Sean McClain, again, as we mentioned, was the leadoff hitter last night. They've dropped him down, hitting fifth in the order. And he'll bat with two outs and a runner at first. First pitch to do McLean. Misses for ball one. Jansen Kiesel on the mound, making his second start. Coming into the ball game with a record of 1-0. and Kiesel delivers the 1-0 pitch. Strike called. One ball and one strike to McLean. McLean's a good ball player. I tell you what, he can really turn a double play at second base.
Davis is at first, and the 1-1 pitch gets the inside part of the plate. Good. Jensen's got to be able to live in there. Home plate umpire Mike Fitcher calling strike two. So one and two is the count to McLean. Kiesel delivers the one-two outside, two balls and two strikes. Yeah, just missed up and away there. The one thing that uh, I'm noticing in this series is that Arizona State does a really good job of taking balls, right? They don't they don't take the close I mean they take the close one. They don't swing at those pitchers' pitches. They didn't do a ton of that last night and haven't done that so far early tonight. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Kiesel with the 2-2 pitch, strike three looking, and that will end the inning, but an RBI single from Connor Davis puts the Sun Devils on top, 1-0, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. RBI single from Connor Davis has the Sun Devils leading 1-0 as we begin the top of the second inning. The 4-5-6 and six hitters Latham, Sapiti, and Reuter will bat for BYU. Cougars looking to answer the first pitch from Tullock inside ball one to Hayden Latham. Yeah, Latham swinging a hot bat, a clutch bat, and uh, coach decides with the lefty to, to move him up into the four hole. The 1-0 pitch also misses. So 2-0 to Hayden Latham leading off the top of the second. Yeah, went with the changeup there, and it uh, misses way away. 2-0 count. Be ready to go. And called strike one. So 2-1 to Hayden. one nothing Sun Devils early in this ballgame. Plenty of time. 2-1 pitch. Hayden tried to check his swing. They appeal down to first base. A.J. Lestaglio says he did not go. So three and one here. Yeah, three balls and one strike is the count. Three-one pitch. Fouled straight back right over our heads. And the count is now three and two. Find a way here. Lead off. Find a way on. Gets the sign, kicks, and delivers the payoff pitch inside in a leadoff walk to Hayden Latham. So he'll take first base, and BYU has its first base runner, and it's Hayden Latham. Yeah, Hayden is having tough at-bats right now. Designated hitter Ryan Sapiti will step to the plate, batting fifth for the Cougars today. Latham at first, here in the top of the second. The first pitch to Sapiti. Strike one to Ryan. One thing I hope to see here tonight and in the near future is that Ryan hasn't really shown off his power yet. He has gap-to-gap double home run power, no doubt type power. And uh, he's got the one double on the year, but uh, he uh, he's a guy that can be a game changer if he gets that power going. No balls and one strike. Tullock with the pitch to Sapiti. Sapiti chased a ball outside and falls behind 0-2. A leadoff walk to Hayden Latham, and he's at first. Sapiti at the plate. Colin Reuter due up next for the Cougs. The 0-2 pitch, and it's a strikeout of Ryan Sapiti. That is the second strikeout for Adam Tullock tonight for the Sun Devils. Yeah, that's not a very good at-bat by Sapiti. He took the first pitch fastball in the outer half, and then he swung at two balls that were changeups in the other batter's box. we got to do a better job of taking that pitch. We cannot swing at that pitch. There's no chance of hitting that pitch. He hasn't proved to you that he can throw that first strike. You just have to take that changeup. 
Colin Reuter, his first plate appearance last night, one for four with a single and a an unbelievable defensive play. First pitch to Colin he is called strike one. Yes, it was an unbelievable play. Sadly, I did not see it on Sports Center Top Ten last night. <laughs> it was worthy of it, though. I can tell you that right now. A check on Latham at first. He gets back to the bag. That throw over to first was, was clocked gonna, at 46. I, I so clearly I have a harder throw than Tullock. The 0-1 pitch. Misses away, 1-1. One and one. Yeah, we have to be really disciplined tonight on that changeup as a right-handed hitter. Be disciplined. Take that pitch away. Be on time for fastball. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. Top of the second. ASU leading one nothing. Tulloch looks at first. Kicks and delivers the 1-1 outside. Oh, got the call. A little bit of a late call. I thought they were going to say ball two. Yeah, it went backdoor changeup and... I thought it came around the plate, but umpire gave him a call. So one ball and two strikes to the freshman catcher, Colin Reuter. Another throw over to first. Making sure Hayden is not getting a big lead. First baseman Jacob Wilk in the on-deck circle for BYU. The 1-2 to Reuter. And it's a swing and a miss. And another strikeout. Strikeout number three for Tullock. And two away after the leadoff walk to Hayden Latham. So we're going to need a two-out hit from Jacob Wilk to keep the inning going. Well, Jake's been a little bit in and out of the lineup this year. Did get his first hit uh, in his last game against Ohio State. Tullock taking another long look at Latham. And now the first pitch to Wilk is strike one on the swinging miss. Tell you what, uh, Wilk might have saved the game in that eighth inning defensively at Ohio State. Went on that diving play, roll over ground ball. Another throw to first. So Latham dives headfirst. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you from Phoenix Municipal Stadium. Game two between the Sun Devils and Cougars. The 0-1 as Latham is on the move and he's tagged out. The throw from Baez on the money. And BYU is retired in the top of the second. one nothing ASU as we head to the home half of the second here from Phoenix on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the second inning, one nothing ASU. The catcher Nate Baez, who ended the top of the second, throwing out Hayden Latham at second base, will bat, and he looks at ball one inside from Jansen Kiesel. Yeah, that was a great throw. Hayden tried to uh, still on the high leg kick. one nothing Sun Devils. The 1-0 pitch. First pitch inside, second pitch outside. Same result, ball two. Yeah, Jansen is struggling a little bit early in this uh, first couple innings with his getting ahead command. He's been falling behind the hitters. Kiesel with the 2-0 pitch. And a high fly ball will get up and over the screen for strike one. So 2-1 to Baez. The finale of this three-game series will be tomorrow afternoon. A 1 p.m. Mountain Time first pitch. And Tuck and I will have it for you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. But work to be done here tonight in game two. The 2-1 pitch to Baez. Another high fly ball that will get out of play. And a good job by Jansen to come back and work the count even at 2-2. This is where I wonder if Coach Bradshaw is going to start to get a little more confidence with Jansen going to that breaking ball earlier in this game than he did against Marshall. He didn't have to against Marshall, but tonight you might have to do that a little earlier. 
the 2-2 pitch. Yes, he did. They'll appeal yes, down to did. first base, and they say that Baez did not hold up. He went through, and that is a strikeout of Nate Baez for out number one. Well, and he went to the slider there, which exactly the right call. Nicely done, nicely executed. That's two strikeouts for the Cougars starter. And that will bring in Ryan Campos. Did not see Campos yesterday. He only has three at-bats on the year. Getting the start, batting seventh in left field defensively for ASU. First pitch to Campos. Fouled off to the left, strike one. 92 from Kiesel. Yeah, a kid that can run a little bit. He wants to slap it down and run. Might even try to drag bunt. Bases empty, one away. Here in the bottom of the second. Kiesel with the 0-1 pitch. Misses. One ball and one strike. The 1-1 pitch. Good pitch. Great pitch. In there for strike two. So one ball and two strikes to Ryan Campos, the right fielder Kai Murphy, due up next for the Sun Devils. The 1-2 pitch. Misses away, 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, tried to get him to chase the little, what we call stretch four, an outside fastball running away. Just held up. Two balls, two strikes. Bottom of the second, one nothing Sun Devils. Kiesel delivers. High, now a full count to Campos. Campos from nearby Mesa, Arizona. He's a freshman, 5'9", 180. Three balls, two strikes. Kiesel with the payoff pitch right down the middle for strike three and strike out number three for Jansen Kiesel. Yeah, he started that fastball down the middle and that two-seamer just ran on the outside corner and Campos just froze on that pitch. That is three straight strikeouts going back to the third out of the bottom of the first. For Jansen Kiesel, Kai Murphy the batter, and he swings and misses for strike one. Well, Jansen got away with one there. Not not got away with one, but uh, Kai helped him out. It was a high fastball above the letters that Kai swung at there. He, Jansen's really good up in the zone. It's really hard to get contact to his fastball. 0-1 pitch, fouled off to the left, and Kiesel jumps ahead of Murphy. No balls and two strikes. He's a guy that uh, when he works up in the zone, his, his fastball stays on plane longer, and so it doesn't drop as much. So it's hard to hit that high fastball with his spin rate. The 0-2 pitch on its way. Fouled off again by Murphy. Reach back a little 95 right there. Two outs, base is empty. Bottom of the second. Kiesel with the 0-2. A liner right to the shortstop, Brock Watkins. And the Sun Devils go in order 1-2-3 in the bottom of the second. They still lead 1-0 as we head to the top of the third on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the third, 1-0 Arizona State. Jacob Wilk was at the plate when Hayden Latham was caught stealing to end the top of the second. So Wilk will lead off the top of the third. Facing Adam Tulloch. First pitch to Wilk. Inside, ball one. The next pitch from Tulloch will be pitch number 30. The 1-0 pitch. Inside part of the plate, but gets the call. Strike one. He's got pretty good command tonight with his fastball. The 1-1 to Wilk. Went away, and a swing and a miss by Jacob. 
Yeah, change up right there. That was probably the best changeup he had thrown so far this game. 1-2 count to Wilk. And the pitch. Hit down the right field line. And a wow. running catch wow. from Kai Murphy. Wow. It looked like it may get over his head. Full extension on the run. And he makes the catch and robs Wilk of a double. That ball is laced. What a play. That was a great defensive play from Kai Murphy in right field. And Tulloch on the mound was jumping up and down, excited, ecstatic about that play his right fielder made. Austin Deming's first plate appearance tonight. One out, base is empty. First pitch to Austin. Wow. Is a hot Seriously? shot right to Ethan me? Long at third base. Wow. Talk about... The last two pitches, absolutely missiles and great plays made by Arizona State. That one by Long basically, excuse me, threw his glove up, and it falls in there. It just happens to catch the baseball. Wow. Wow. Oh, you love to see the at-bats, right? Hit yeah. him hard. Hit him hard. That's all you can do. Brock Watkins now at the plate showing bunt, and he pops it up and over the screen behind home plate. Strike one. Two very hard-hit baseballs have resulted in two outs. This game is tied one-to-one with the runner on second right now if those fall. You're, you're those absolutely both, correct. Those are doubles. 0-1 pitch to Watkins. Strike two. And Tullock looking to get back in the ASU dugout quickly here in the top of the third. No balls, two strikes, two outs, bases empty. The batter, the shortstop, Brock Watkins. The 0-2 pitch. High ball one. Tillich is a radar gun guy. He looks back at the radar. He looks up at the scoreboard after every pitch to see where he was throwing. 1-2 pitch. Watkins. A high fly ball to right. Murphy is there near the warning track and makes the catch. And the Cougars go in order for the third inning in a row. Arizona State leading 1-0, heading to the bottom of the third on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. The number nine hitter, Hunter Haas, leading off the bottom of the third. ASU leading BYU 1-0. Kiesel's first pitch inside for ball one. The 9-1-2 hitters. We'll bat here in the home half of the third for the Sun Devils. Kiesel with a 1-0. Swing and a miss, strike one. Good fastball right there. ASU got on the board first with the game's only run in the bottom of the first. 1-1 1-1 pitch to Haas. Strike two. Yeah, go put him away right here, Jance. One ball, two strike count. Joe Lampy. The on-deck circle for ASU. The 1-2 pitch to Haas. Outside. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, one with the slider there. Just broke a little bit too away. Good take there by Haas. Two balls, two strikes. Kiesel with the pitch. Misses, and the count run full to the shortstop, Hunter Haas. He's missed about five to six pitches so far this game, just barely down. A 3-2 count to the number nine hitter, Haas. The payoff pitch... And he lost him. That's a leadoff walk to Hunter Hawes. And that'll bring in Joe Lampy, who led off the bottom of the first with a double and would ultimately come around to score the only run we've seen in the ballgame so far. Yeah, that's the last thing you want to do is walk that hitter, right? He's He struck out seven of his 14 plate appearances this year. And uh, he's, he's your nine-hole defensive player, right? That's why he's in the lineup is because he's a really good defender. And uh, you got to make a competitive pitch there, full count, and make him earn it. And now you got work to be done. A throw over to Uh-oh. first, and it's wide of Wilk. Could get third here. And it will ricochet off the wall and throw into right out. field. Ooh. 
Good job. And a great throw in by Gamble to Watkins, keeping Hunter Hawes from advancing from second to third. So we've got a runner at second, nobody out. And now Lampy hitting with a runner in scoring position. Yeah, this is a good chance this is going to be a bunt situation now to bunt the runner to third. Because you have two really good hitters on deck that can uh, drive him in. Let's not forget, BYU found itself down 2 nothing yesterday. Yeah, Ended up winning 4-2. to two. A lot of baseball to yes, play. There is. The first pitch is away. Ball one to Lampy, And just like you mentioned, Tuck, he was squaring up to bunt. BYU with an error moments ago, allowing Haas to move from first to second and into scoring position. Kiesel with the 1-0 pitch, and Lampy was swinging and fouls it off to the right, strike one. Yeah, a lot of coaches will show bunt first pitch, and if it goes ball one, they think, oh, he's just going to throw me a get me over to, to bunt, and so then they call it the bunt off and give him a chance to swing, and Lampio's way out in front of that one, and so he'll probably have the bunt back on in this situation. One ball, one strike. Lampy in the batter's box, taking a couple of swings. Now, no pitch as Kiesel steps off and looks Hawes back to second base. Spun around, but did not throw. Bottom of the third, nobody out. Sun Devils with the runner at second base. The 1-1 pitch to Lampy. Wow. And it's Seriously? a very slow roller to short. It is stopped by Watkins. <laughs> it does not get into left field. But they move the runner over to third, and they don't have to give up an out to do it. That is a base hit from Lampy. He is now two for two with a double and a single. And the Sun Devils in business again with runners on the corners and nobody out leading one nothing. Chef, that was a check swing. A check swing on a fastball away. that It hits enough barrel that it hits into the six hole far enough away that Watkins can't make a throw. It's unbelievable luck right there for Jansen. Now first and third, nobody out. Here we go. Ethan Long flat out to center field in the first inning. This is a very dangerous guy at the plate. First pitch to Long. Fouls it back. And right over the home radio booth. Yeah, you're looking for a double play ball if you're Jansen. But the best thing right here would be a strikeout. Strikeout, and then, yeah, then, get then you have an opportunity ball. to get the double play and not allow any runs to score. But right now you take it one batter at a time, and right now it's an 0-1 count to Ethan Long. Kiesel with the 0-1 pitch. Good pitch right there. And Good it's slider. strike two. Good slider right there. So now, you know, Jens, hey, rare back here. Go 95-96 up and in here and get him to swing through this. Get you a big strikeout. No balls, two strikes. Runners on the corners, nobody out. And a swing and a miss and a strikeout of Long. Runner was still in. The so runner is on the move and will be at second base. So the double play opportunity is taken away with the stolen base. That is Lampy who stole second. So... You do get the big out. That's four strikeouts for Jansen Kiesel. But then putting him in motion there, now the double plays in, that's gone, right? So now but you have their best hitter up who already has their RBI on the day. So Jansen has to really execute here. Connor Davis, as you just mentioned, Tuck, an RBI single in the first, scoring the first run of the ball game. First pitch, outside, ball one. One out, Sun Devils at second and third. Two in scoring position. 
Davis at the plate facing the freshman Jansen Kiesel. The 1-0 on its way. A pitch again outside, 2-0. Two balls, no strikes to Connor Davis, Sun Devil first baseman. Kiesel delivers the 2-0. Swing and a miss, strike one, 79. Yeah, went with the changeup right there, 2-0. Got him out in front, swinging. One run on three hits, no errors for ASU. No runs, no hits, one error for BYU. This is a big spot here early in this game. Two balls and one strike. The count to Davis. The 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Slider that time. Two and two. Oh, man. Jansen, here we go. Get your strike out here. Get your fifth strike out here, and then you can go to work and I would love try and shut this offense down here in the bottom of the third. To try to blow a fastball up here by him. Went to change up then slider. I don't care what he throws. Just go to your best. Get your strike out right here. Two balls, two strikes. Kiesel kicks and delivers. Oh, no. Misses away. The ball gets under the legs of Colin Reuter, and the run from third will score. It's 2-0 ASU, and in the process, the runner from second is now standing at third. Yeah, Colin did a lazy job there. He didn't get his glove all the way down, and the ball sneaks underneath his glove. Ah, frustrating one right there. 2-0 Sun Devils. It is a full count to Davis. Still one out. And now a runner at third base. Infield's coming in now. The payoff pitch. And it misses for ball four. And now runners on the corners. Still one out. Really, really, really need your... uh ground ball right here. That'll bring in Jacob Tobias. First pitch to Tobias. Inside, ball one. Runners on the corners, one out. 2 nothing is the lead for the home team, ASU. A run in the bottom of the first, one run so far in the bottom of the third. Double play, though, could end this. Keep the score 2 nothing. Tobias flied out to left in the first inning. And he looks at strike one from Kiesel. One ball, one strike. I really need a ground ball right here, Chance. Kiesel looking over at first base. Davis at first. The 1-1 pitch. Fouled out of play. One ball and two strikes. I have four sons in this moment. I count. Kiesel delivers. High and outside, two balls and two strikes. By visiting B2, Kiesel with the pitch. Oh, just missed. missed, not by much. I thought that was another put out, but home plate umpire disagrees, and the count is full. Three balls and two strikes. Well, you're probably going to see Davis at first take off here. So you could strike him out, throw him out. Kiesel with the payoff pitch. Fouled off, and we'll do it again. Tobias at the plate. 
Lampy is at third. Connor Davis at first. The runners on the corners, only one out. A run in here in the bottom of the third. 2-0 ASU. Payoff pitch, and it's a liner oh. to short, but it bounces off of the glove of Watkins. Cannot get it in, and the runner from third scores. It is an RBI single for Jacob Tobias, and the lead is now 3-0 ASU. Yeah, I thought he was going to be able to save that in the infield. Ground ball, I mean, hard line drive up the middle. It, it's in his glove, and then ricochets out. If he's able to catch that, you know, the runner at third can't score. But uh, Coach Bradshaw now has to uh, take a mound visit to try to calm things down here. Still only one out. ASU, runners at first and second. And the batter, Sean McClain, struck out looking in the first inning to end the bottom of the first. Three runs, four hits. One of those three runs scoring on the error by BYU in this bottom of the third. The meeting on the mound is done. Reuter walking back to home plate. Pitching coach Michael Bradshaw making his way back to the BYU dugout. You can still get a double play and get out of the inning. But right now, it's trying to keep this a 3-0 deficit. Kiesel's first pitch to McLean. Misses, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Kiesel looking back at second. Now delivers the 1-0. Hit into right field. Base, Gamble base, is there. Play, and they base. can throw to second and double Nicely up the runner done. at second who had already committed to going to third. That's exactly what BYU does. They do get the double play. But two runs score in the bottom of the third. ASU takes a 3-0 lead to the top of the fourth on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.